All right, so we're going to be talking uh, to Alice Stewart here in a moment. She called us about 26 after, and and Russ had just called back in about seven minutes, so we're just waiting for her to ring us back on the phone, and we will uh, commence with our uh, interview with her. Uh, we're going to talk with Alice about uh, you know taking care of infrastructure, and while we wait for that, here's what the president talked about. Uh, about it during his speech. In fact, there she, I see she's calling right now. I'll wait now, get Alice on here, and I'll play what the president said here uh, last night. It's cut 10 so that you'll know uh, about that as far as that's concerned. Russ, we'll, we'll start off with, with cut 10. So let's go right to the phones. Alice Stewart is uh, with us. And Alice, how are you? I'm great, Dave. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Were you at the, uh, the State of the Union last night? I was not. I was down the street watching and taking notes feverishly. All right. So before I get into talking about infrastructure with you, and I'm going to play a a cut from the speech last night where the president was talking about that. uh, What's your takeaway from the media? Because I'll be honest, I watched ABC afterwards. I flipped over to watch them a little bit. And uh, Stephanopoulos and Cokie Roberts and all of them, Man, they didn't have one good word to say about that speech. It was it was grim, it was sad, it was divisive. It was it was amazing to me what they were saying because I'm wondering if they saw the same speech I saw. I thought the president did well last night. Oh well, Dave, you sound surprised that the liberal media would be critical of anything the president Trump had to say or do last night. Well, I think we all expected that. I mean, that was that was to be expected. Uh, no matter what he was going to say or how he was going to say it. And, and the the key takeaway is people like you and I who tuned in to watch uh, Donald Trump lead the nation and adequately and I think on the spot give an assessment of the State of the Union, I think he did a tremendous job. He was upbeat. He was positive. Uh, he took time to tout his accomplishments throughout the first year and focus on the future, what he plans to do this year, and focus on some of the themes that he has already outlined, whether it be with immigration or with tax reform or national security. And I think his tone and tenor and the the topics he hit on were spot on. And I think you and I have to realize the critics, haters are going to hate, but yeah. it, for people like us, I think it, it, it re-energized us and reaffirmed our commitment that we're on the right track and we have a marching orders for the next few years and i think i i thought it was a very positive speech so let me ask you one more question before we get to infrastructure because i love having you on because you're you're as big of a, a policy a political follower as i am maybe even more so here's here's the big key here Last night, and I'm going to talk further about this next hour with Cassie Smedley from the uh, RNC's National Press Secretary. I'm going to talk to her about this. Word has come out, uh, and the media cannot uh, keep this from getting out, that 75% of Americans had a positive response to the president's uh, speech. Now, here's, here's the one thing that should scare the bejeebus out of the Dems. 50% of Democrats said it was a good speech. That should scare them, I would think. What's your Uh, thought? 
Sure. I think not only does it scare them, but it, it makes them try to find some way to change the topic. And that's why we're talking about the FBI memo and the FISA warrant and talking about Russia. And they've turned the topic from criticizing the speech to something else because they cannot deny their own polls. Heck, CBS News poll was very positive and mm-hmm. was one of the one of those polls that showed tremendous feedback on, on the State of the Union. So if the polls had been in the other direction, that's all they would be talking about. But given the fact that the pulse of the nation was positive, even amongst Democrats, they pivot to talk about something else that is, is certainly more critical. And, and Dave, you and I have been in this business long enough to, to know that was the way it was going to be. Um, if you recall, when uh, Marco Rubio did his response to the State of the Union and got a little thirsty. That's all they talked about. And uh, the Democrats' response last night had a little hiccup, but they won't talk about that. That's oh, yeah, the drool. Nature- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the chapstick guy. But I, I think that's just to be expected. But the good thing is there are conservative voices like you out there, and there are conservative news outlets for people to get their assessment of the State of the Union People are smart, and they watch it for themselves, and they have their own takeaway, and they're not going to be influenced by uh, talking heads that we're going to see something critical no matter what the president said. All right, so with the thought in mind, and I know it's a long way to November, but with that thought in mind, it seems to me, first of all, the average person heard about how good the economy is because he sure hasn't heard it from the media. The media has not talked about this, and the president outlined all of it and they're going to have more money next month in their paycheck $4,000 average for, uh, for Americans this year, extra things of that nature. Do you think that on the next uh, big poll that comes out that says, uh, Democrats are, are going to come in and, and sweep away the house and sweep into the Senate and all that. I mean, that went from 15% to 5%. The last time I saw I think we may see the Democrats starting to trail the Republicans here in the near future. What's your thoughts on that? Dave, I think it's a little too early to speculate on what's going to happen in November. It's going to be a, you know, a long process. Of course, uh, it's not so much what people are going to hear on television or read in the paper about how strong the economy is or how much more improved their paycheck will be. They will see it with their own two eyes mm-hmm. when they get their next paycheck and Many people across this country are getting uh, $1,000, $2,000 bonuses. That speaks volumes. And while Democrats like Nancy Pelosi and others want to say those are just crumbs being thrown at workers across the country, I I can tell you that it might be crumbs for Nancy Pelosi, but it's not for hardworking Americans that live paycheck to paycheck. And they're grateful to have $1,000, whether it's a one-time deal or they're going to get another one next year. So uh, clearly, if if the economy continues to be strong and if if Americans continue to see rising wages and others receive bonuses based on the speculation of a strong economy from their employers, yes, the economy will be a big factor in in turning people out to vote. Also, simultaneous with that, if the president's uh, approval ratings uh, go up right now, it's no surprise uh, they're not strong, but if, if his approval ratings go up, if his popularity rises and the economy is strong, we're going to see a good turnout in in 
the, in the midterm elections. I, I think the the resistance movement is, is is putting a little too much faith in in their thinking that they are the Tea Party of 2010 because they're not. Uh, they they're it's a completely different situation at completely different times, and it's it's too early for them to be spiking the football right now. The economy is on the way up. And I think it's a matter of the GOP getting strong candidates. And if you look at the fundraising numbers, heavens, they we outraised the Democrats tremendously last year yep. in this last quarter. And that yep. goes a long way to, to uh, nominating good candidates and staffing good field offices and putting boots on the ground to elect uh, strong conservatives in the House and Senate. And I think the GOP is, is laying the groundwork for a strong, strong midterm election. All right, so let's hear what the president had to say. He was talking about infrastructure last night, and here's part of that. I am asking both parties to come together to give us safe, fast, reliable, and modern infrastructure that our economy needs and our people deserve. Tonight, I'm calling on Congress to produce a bill that generates at least $1.5 trillion for the new infrastructure investment that our country so desperately needs. Every federal dollar should be leveraged by partnering with state and local governments and, where appropriate, tapping into private sector investment to permanently fix the infrastructure deficit, and we can do it. Any bill must also streamline the permitting and approval process, getting it down to no more than two years and perhaps even one. Together, we can reclaim our great building heritage. We will build gleaming new roads, bridges, highways, railways, and waterways all across our land. And we will do it with American heart, and American hands, and American grit. All right. He laid out his vision there, uh, uh, Alice. I thought that was well said and well presented. Your thoughts? Uh, First and foremost, it was uh, interesting to watch and listen as the Democrats sat on their hands at the prospect of spending a bunch of money, which always uh, I always find uh, interesting. You know, they're always the first one to jump in the in the fray when it comes to spending money. Mm -hmm. But look. Dave, as you know, no one likes to spend money on roads and bridges and 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 trains. It's it's not exciting. It's not it's not fun. But it must be done. It has to be done. And I think the president hit on some critical components to make this possible. Doing this in partnership with state and local governments, and and having a strong commitment to making sure that it's American hands and hearts involved in this, making sure that this is going to businesses that are based in America, employees based in America. And, and that is key to, to making this happen. We we have to make a strong commitment 
to keeping our, our roadways safe, keeping our waterways safe, keeping our, our train system safe. I take the train up to New York every week, and it is it, if it's something you're not used to uh, riding and traveling, you don't you don't notice it. But our, our train and rail system is in desperate need of of being upgraded. And it is something that I think is important for the Republicans and Democrats to get together on and make a strong commitment in investing this money. It's a lot of money, $1.5 trillion, but uh, it's imperative we rebuild our depleted infrastructure and and do it fast. And another key component, as he said, uh, reducing the the burdensome regulation coming through the red tape and getting the permitting process done quickly so we can start – getting the roads built and improving our infrastructure. Yeah, he he gave a great illustration. I don't have the sound for it, but for a lot of people, everybody knows about the Empire State Building in New York City. I mean, everybody understands how great of a landmark that is, how wonderful a building that is. That was built in one year. Right. If that was built now, they'd still be building it. (laughs) They would still be... um filling out the first permit application. <laughs> You're right. I mean, seriously. Seriously, they would be still having to fill out all the paperwork. I, where was it? It was uh, about, um, I guess, a, a year and a few months ago that uh, the president stood on stage and showed to build uh, just a couple of miles of interstate. He had stacks upon stacks upon stacks of permits and governmental uh, you know, forms that people had to fill out. And that was just to get the okay, maybe to build it. I mean, you could fill all of that out, spend all of that money to get it done and then be denied the ability to do what you were trying to do. Yeah. That's what you call our federal government, uh, not at work, Dave. And, and I, I think the, the, the bonus of having someone from the business world and certainly someone who's familiar with uh, contracts and construction and building he understands that some of that is necessary, but much of it is not. And cutting through the unnecessary regulations and permitting process to get right to the heart of building and construction is what we need to do. And, you know, we've already seen him at work with regard to reducing burdensome federal regulations, getting away with the, the waste, fraud, and abuse in government. And that is a key component of a successful infrastructure project is is getting getting away with too much paperwork so we can get right down the, to the business of building. The problem is, uh, you know, the, the key is convincing Democrats that this is uh, important to get together and do. I, I think so much of what the president said last night, I think Democrats uh, actually truly in their heart supported, but the fact that it came from President Trump, they had to put the Pelosi frown on and pretend like they didn't like it. But Hopefully, they can get behind closed doors and come to an agreement on some of these important issues. You know what I would tell Pelosi? You know what my mom always said when you had, when you, you always scoured? She said, your, <laughs> your face is going to freeze that way. I think hers did. <laughs> Last night, I think uh, your face froze that way. I, I saw someone today, she, she looked like, you know, you put together the, the Ikea bookshelf, and then you see there's a whole pack of screws still sitting on the floor, and you realize, uh-oh, what did I do wrong? Yeah. That's the look you. on her face throughout the entire speech last night. But, but hopefully she'll, she'll uh, turn the frown upside down and, and roll up her sleeves and get, get some work done. If she doesn't get the house back in November, she's going to go home. She's going to quit. She's going to go home. I just believe that. I'm going to let you go. Alice, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I hope that you're at CPAC. If you are, please come by and visit with me. 
I will. I will. It was great to talk to you, and always a pleasure to talk to Russ, uh, getting connected to you, and I, and I hope to see you and, and certainly Russ soon. God bless, and, huh. and have a great day, Dave. We will see you. All right, Alice Stewart here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Always good to hear from Alice. we got a break, and then we got Fox News around the corner. Coming back in a moment on the Dave Ellswick Show. 